Hey girl, hey! Welcome to episode four, Power of the Scale. This is about the narcissist relationship of your mind and your body on a health and fitness journey or a weight loss journey. The power that the scale has over you is incredibly insane. Where it came from, how it started, I have no idea, but I there's a quote, and you may have seen it before or whatever, but it just kind of like says, like one of the people that I always remember, it's like, how much did you know Rosa Parks weigh when she took that seat on the bus? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, who knows? Why does that matter? Like, that wasn't even part of that. Anybody could have given a shit less. Exactly. But we have got a number in our head. Somewhere that number came. I remember being in middle school, walking down a dirt road, and we were talking about weight and number, and I didn't want to be over 150 pounds. Where was that number? And when I worked at one of the largest nutrition chains in the world, like, even my receptionist knew, like, oh my God, the number. Like, I was so focused on the number. And... It can be as silly as you can start something and you can be working out and eating good and feeling good and you get compliments on your skin and you have so much energy and you're sleeping good and you're playing with your kids or just your pants are looser and it's amazing. But that number, if that number doesn't move, that's what controls you. And then you flip it. If you go out and you have a big raging night of drinking don't act like you haven't done that and you drink a ton and you wake up and you're dehydrated as shit and you feel horrible and you step on the scale and you're like holy shit I lost a pound last night bitch no you did not you're dehydrated honey <laughs> drink some water because that is not positive but it's it's the power of the scale and I had to get rid of my addiction to the scale because that's what it is, like anything. Anything that has power, that controls you, that you go towards, be it a trauma bond and a narcissist, be it an affair, be it alcohol, be it drugs, be it food, be it the scale, it is an addiction. And if you have an addiction to the scale, you may need to completely eliminate it like I had to do for a hot second. And then in a very healthy manner, once the mindset is there and you are over that narcissist abuse of the scale in your mind to your body on your journey, you can utilize it and bring it in again as a tool, as a tool to manage and monitor your health. It's one of many, many, many tools and there's so many things of muscle and fat and height and bone. And if you have to fucking poop that come with that number that is attached on that scale, that is in fact controlling you. And I know I did a workout program way, way, way back in the day, P90X. And I was, my God, if I could ever, I was on it. My first 30 days, I did everything, did the workouts, ate everything, boom, boom, boom. And I felt amazing. And then month two, went through, did the same thing. 
and I didn't have a damn drop in that scale. So guess what I did? I quit. This, this isn't working. This is ridiculous. I've spent 30 days, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. And if I would have known then that if I would have just stayed consistent, and consistent doesn't mean you're not going to fuck up. You're not going to have oops. It just means that you're not quitting. If I would have stayed consistent and completed the program, so I call it P60X, I would have been phenomenal. Who knows? It could have changed everything. But the story in two, but the biggest one is when I worked at the large weight loss nutrition chain in the world, I was there for 10 years. And I think ultimately this is where my PTSD comes with the scale and why I coach and you know, mentor women the way that I do with their health and fitness journey is because that scale is fucking toxic as fuck. I led meetings a little bit different maybe than some people. I did not sell the garbage on the shelves. I truly cared, which some people cared. So that I got to say that lightly. They cared, but it was you I understood from a, a long time ago the importance of the habits and the consistency. And I myself have struggled with it as well. It is very hard. It is mindset. But being a leader and you had to weigh people in. And I would do these meetings and we would talk about habits. People would go out and they would they would come back and we're at the scale weighing them in. And every week they would come in, how did you do? And you just see the excitement and the energy. And I went to a barbecue and you know, normally I would have, you know, picked out and did all of this and had cake, but I controlled myself and I got up the next morning and I went for a walk and I'm feeling great and I drink all of my water and I'm just feeling amazing. I'm like, oh my God, I love to hear this. Like get on the scale, get on the scale. And they step up on the scale and I see this number and I have their record of their weight. And I have to now ruin their fucking life. Because I know that excitement, the habits, our conversation, everything that we've talked about, this fucking number is going to overpower all of it and ruin their fucking day. I say, oh, okay, you're up a quarter of a pound, point two. But don't worry about it. Everything you're doing, like, could be anything. It does, they're, they're already not listening to me. It's over. It's over. And week after week, in different situations and scenarios, I had that happen and had to watch that person be defeated. Sometimes they would even leave the meeting. They, they wouldn't even stay. Didn't even matter. They did everything right, had such an amazing week gained 0.2 pounds, I'm out this fucking door. And you know they're not going home to work out or, you know, write down their feelings and start over again. They're going to fuck this. And they would leave. Some I would see back the next week. Some I wouldn't see for a week or two weeks or three weeks. And you bet your ass when they came back, you know, they were totally off of the wagon and had gained, you know, five pounds. And here we're starting it all over again. It's the power of the scale. And there are so many times where I wanted to lie. 
I wanted to lie. I, I had, if I just told them, you lost point two. Oh, my, I did? Oh my God, thank God, I was so nervous. Would have changed everything. For 10 years, I watched people come in ecstatic about the control and the habits that they had built and what they did that week. And the scale was so powerful that it ruined all of that and nothing else mattered. And so that's where I want you to think about, do you have an addiction to the scale? Is there a number in your head? Like if that is what is controlling and running your health and fitness journey, your weight loss journey, maybe it is time to go cold turkey and walk away from that addiction. And that's for me, I always, I had to laugh about it because Britney Spears, I always loved her, right? And she had kids. And I just remember thinking like, I'm gonna get skinny before Britney Spears loses her baby weight. And then Britney Spears had like two kids and they were like three and four and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, not this time, Kim. But it's that I'm gonna lose 20 pounds and I'm gonna do it right now and I'm gonna lose 20 pounds and I'm gonna do it right now. And then hello, I mean, I've wanted to lose 20 pounds for 40 fucking years. So why don't I get rid of that scale Let's just do this damn thing, have it stacked, figure this out. The time frame does not matter. And I'm going to lose this weight. And I bet your ass it's going to be quicker than 35, 45 fucking years. And that's what works. So the power of this story is hopefully to help you take a look at your goals, your health, your fitness and nutrition desires and maybe just maybe take a break and stop letting the power of the scale control you happy monday and i will see you next week